What's poppin' everyone? KP here, and I have not one, but two very special guests. Do you guys want to introduce yourselves? You want to go ahead? Sure. Uh, hey, guys, I'm Emma. Hey, I'm Kiki. You can also call me Kiaria. Um, so Kiki and Emma are both involved with Men on Boats, which is opening. When's it opening, guys? Thursday. Uh, Thursday, yeah. right in the middle of Tech Week. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Must be really fun. So do you want to tell our audience a little bit about Men on Boats? Uh, well, you can't really explain it because it's right there in the title. <laughs> but um, it's like a bunch of men on boats going to discover the Grand Canyon. It's kind of like truish, a little sprinkle of spicy in there. And it's, it is hilarious. And I can't wait for people just to see it. Yeah. So who are you two playing again? I play Old Shady. And I am Seneca and also the Bishop. Okay, cool. Do you guys want to talk a little bit about your characters? Yeah, um, so Old Shady is this really old dude. Um, he's the older brother to the main character, uh, John Wesley Powell. Um, he loves to sing. He's a Civil War vet, and he's a little not okay in the head. <laughs> he, um, he has a lot of trauma from the war, so every song that he sings has a little bit of a dark side towards the end of it. And the rest of the crew always gets very confused when that little part comes out. <laughs> yes. And I am Seneca. I am OG's little brother. Um, in the story or this play, you can tell that Seneca loves his brother. He's always beside him. Doesn't matter what OG did, even though he's, you know, a butthole. But I am going to be behind my brother all the time. And the bishop is in this little small scene. Uh, we are the natives that live on the hill. And we own these lands before they even came down these rivers, discovering everything. And you will find out more about her in this little short scene. I can't really tell. Because it's going to get real <laughs> Wow, that makes sense. Um, so one thing that I find really interesting about men on boats, and you guys will know more about it than I do, obviously. But I think it's interesting that none of the main cast are actually men. <laughs> yeah, um, that's actually something that I find really cool. The playwright did that on purpose because it's kind of like a farce like playing on the idea of all of these straight, white, heterosexual, um, cisgender men went down the Grand Canyon and then just started naming all of this stuff after themselves yeah. and like taking all of the credit for everything. <laughs> um, as we've seen in the past, that happens a lot. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of just a statement about that, which I think is really cool. Yeah. Um, so what makes Men on Boats different than other theatrical experiences you've had? I think this one is just getting to, like, just having fun, letting it be hilarious. Doesn't matter, like, what the scene is or anything. It's just, you can be yourself for real in this play as long as you just use your lines. And in all the other plays, you don't really get to, you know, 
bring your traumatic side out or put your muscle into stuff or, you know, just fall overboard. (laughs) Yeah, it's um, it's very comedic and I find it hilarious. Um, But what I think is different about it is that you can play the characters in so many different ways. Yeah. Um, and like some people will say certain lines differently every time that we run through it. So you get to hear a different side of the character like every single time, which I think is awesome. Yeah, that that's really cool. So um, basically you're telling everyone to come see it twice. See it every night. Every night. <laughs> every yes. Night. Experience. <laughs> um, I know I personally am coming two nights. So <laughs> everyone follow in my footsteps. Um, um, is there anything else you want to talk about regarding men on boats? Like, um, how can people find tickets? Where can they see it? Just everything. If you follow us on Instagram or Facebook for the theater productions, um, you can go on their page and they should have a link in their bio and you just register and sign up for whatever day you feel like coming. It can be every day, honestly. And just buy your tickets. And if you are a UNA student or anything affiliated with UNA, it is free. Uh, There should also be a link in the Soda Student Leaders bio, um, Instagram and Facebook, I believe. So you can get tickets there as well. Also on the UNA website. Um, Yeah, you actually... um... You're helping me segue because next I want to talk about you guys are both along with me on the Soda Student Leaders Board. Do you guys want to talk a little bit about what you do and um, just a little bit about Soda Student Leaders for those who don't know? Yeah, so the Soda Student Leaders, um, this year is actually really special because everyone is, um, we're all from different disciplines within the School of the Arts. And basically, we all just advocate for what we think or know that the students in the School of the Arts want or need throughout the school year. Um, Like we're having, we're starting a World Kindness Day campaign that's coming up in November um, because who couldn't use more kindness? Um, It's really just an opportunity for all of us to get together, have some fun um, and just learn about each other's disciplines while also uh, leading in our community. And Emma's probably not going to say this, but um, she and her roommate run the social media accounts, and they are doing a fantastic <laughs> job. You guys, trust me, every Amazing. time you post, <laughs> good job. Clap, clap. Thank you. All right, Kiki, do you want to talk a little bit about it? Um, When I joined School of Arts, I thought it was like a great opportunity just to show people how much we love the arts. It doesn't matter which one we in, like what we major in, we can all tie together and make this community just lovable. And I just love it. And we show an appreciation to the arts. You know, you don't really get that much appreciation to the arts, you know? And just to have that, it just makes you feel like, hey, we're important here. (laughs) So I love yeah, definitely. And uh, if you guys go to our website, there's ways to contact all of us. If you have more questions about anything School of the Arts or um, anything, you know, Soda Student Leaders related. And I'm sure all of us are very, very happy to answer your questions. Um, so why do you guys 
Bill, you, you talked a little bit about it, but just what draws you guys to the arts? Well, when you're in the arts, it doesn't matter where you come from. It's like everybody welcomes you. It doesn't matter um, what social group you're in. But when you're in this like little space with each other, it's like y'all all have something in common and we don't like discriminate nobody about it. We just, you know, a family, a big family. So I think that's what pulled me more into the arts is where I can be creative and other people can appreciate what I'm coming from and where I can show people how I feel, what I think, just into this little one project. Emma, what do you have to say? Um, the arts is one of the most inclusive fields that you can be in. Um, you have people from all walks of life, whether you're uh, part of the LGBTQ community, whether you're black, white, Asian, whatever, it doesn't matter. You have a family to share your craft with and everyone consumes the arts all day, every day, whether it's like culinary or television or reading a book, all of that, that's all art related. And for me, I grew up um, like immersed in the arts and it was a way for me to connect with my family and to like put myself out there and just to have fun in a stressful environment like college. <laughs> yeah. Um, so again, Emma, you're really good at helping me segue because um, I, you guys are both theater majors, right? Well, cat majors. Yes. Um, so where did your, like, I guess, spark for theater begin? Like, what made you think this is what I am going to do? High school. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> High school. <laughs> yes. My theater teacher in high school actually pushed me into theater. She was like, hey, I think you will do great in this place. Just give it a try. This, yeah. Just this one time. And I was like, okay, but, you know, I ain't going to be good. <laughs> and once I got a little taste of theater, it was over with. <laughs> it was done. Yeah. Um, I've been doing theater since I was like, since I could walk. Um, so like, I've slowly gotten better and grown through theater. And when I got to high school, my, um, my director, Jeff Glass, he gave me the opportunity to, I guess, experiment with what I wanted to do. So like, freshman year I was playing little roles and then I started getting into tech theater and then I ended up um, getting the ingenue roles um, for the remainder of high school and it was something where I realized like hey I belong here like this is my thing like I get along with the people the people get along with me like I'm having fun and I know that I can do something with this um, and then I got to college and I met Keely. So that just like kind of set it in stone because Keely's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. This is now the Keely Appreciation Podcast. How many? <laughs> I think Keely has been on here like three times. I haven't gotten to interview her yet. I really, really hope I can. I may just next time I have a class with her, like start asking her questions and record it. 
<laughs> but yeah, so Keely, um, she is the director of Men on Boats. And you guys, she is so good. She's so, so good. Now, I've never actually had her as a director. Can you guys, do you guys want to talk a little bit about your experience working with her? She's the best. <laughs> Just to say it. She, um, she understands that while we are in the show, we are also humans and we're full-time college students and we have lives outside of the show. So even though she's like pushing us to know our lines and do our best, she knows that sometimes we just need a break. We just need to like cry it out and like talk to her. And while she is our director and our professor, uh, she's first and foremost, our friend and mentor, which is something that you don't get with a lot of directors. Yeah. So I think that's really cool. Yeah, so it's, it's like she really connects with us. She actually cares about us. Um, so when you're in theater, the only thing a director or probably main focus is getting a show on the road. And if we're off books, we're off books. <laughs> but it's like, she's like, hey, I understand. You're probably going through something. But listen, it's going to be okay. Uh, tomorrow, you're going to do better. And tomorrow, we're probably going to miss a couple lines here and there. And she's like, that's great. <laughs> and she's like, you just do a little work. And it's like, it makes us feel like you see us doing this hard work and you understand that we're getting there we almost there but you're not putting us down just because we miss a line or stumble or forget to grab this or that she just makes us know that hey it's gonna be all right and i appreciate a director like that because we probably not gonna have another director like that in <laughs> life but we're gonna hope so <laughs> yeah well maybe we can just wherever we all go we can just take keely with us Yes. Yeah. Yes, I agree. <laughs> um, so that's pretty much the end of my questions. Do you guys have anything else you would like to um, discuss or anything upcoming? Um, anything you would like to plug, like a website, social media? I know me and Emma have, um, in November, we are both going to be directing One Acts for the One Act Festival. And uh, Kiki, are you, I feel like you're doing something with that too. Maybe. <laughs> but um i i have been trying to do a behind the scenes of this show during tech week so i can bring the audience on to see what's going on and what happens behind the stage as an actress a line designer costume designer anything before the show opens so be on the lookout for that oh ah, that's awesome you guys want to plug your social medias um, my Instagram is Akoya's IIX. You can find me on there or you can find me on Facebook, Kiaria Michelle. Yeah, you can find me at underscore Emma, underscore E, underscore H, underscore on Instagram, and then just Emma Higby on Facebook. Also, uh, be on the lookout for, um, the UNA Opera Musical Theater Class Showcase. It's coming up in early November um around the 12th i believe and that that includes um me i will be performing as well as ben south who recently won an award for um uh our promising alumni yeah. and uh natalie thrasher our other um co-social media manager for the soda student leaders 
Awesome. And Ben was also on this podcast. So if you haven't listened to this episode, I highly recommend it. It was a very, very fun episode. So speaking of fun, are you guys ready to get into our final segment? Oh, yeah. Yes. Ah, okay. So um, really quick, I have to plug that we are having a contest to see who can come up with the best name for this segment because I refuse to name it. I mean, you know, I don't refuse. I have no ideas. Um, so I was like, I'm going to make someone else do it for me. <laughs> um, you can enter through our social media. Um, you know, find us at Soda Pop. You guys know the drill. Um, and just enter your name, what you think this podcast should be called. And then you may win a soda swag bag. You guys should actually enter. It, it, it would be, <laughs> you get a mention on the podcast as well as being on the podcast. Um, oh. um but here are the final three questions so you guys we are all theater people what are your favorite musicals (laughs) (laughs) um uh this is hard kp why would you do this to us (laughs) this is like the hardest question you can ask a theater major is like Uh, okay how many are we talking well, top- you can do, like, if, if you can't pick just one, you could do one or two. Okay. So, I'm going to have to go with, you know, the usual theater response. Hamilton, because <laughs> I know all the songs. <laughs> and it is such a work of art. I, I, I remember thinking it was really stupid when it first came out, because I was like, why are the Founding Fathers rapping? And then I listened to it. <laughs> Oh, this is why. <laughs> <laughs> um, I okay. My ultimate favorite has always been and will always be Rent. Um, but Tick Tick Boom comes a close second. I'm kind of obsessed with Jonathan Larson. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, and the the movie's about to come out. Mm-hmm. I am very excited for that. It's directed by Lin Manuel Miranda. So your guys actually. <laughs> like answers come together (laughs) (laughs) um now since we we all are three theater majors but our technical major is cinematic arts and theater so what are your favorite movies anything from the 80s (laughs) breakfast club pretty in pink 16 candles i'm obsessed like love that you brat pack all 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 john hughes films of course of course yes also obsessed with john hughes (laughs) I would have to say 13 going on 30. I oh, still watch that yeah. movie till today. <laughs> I, I went through a phase where I was like, ew, I hate, I hate chick flicks, blah. But um then I, I rewatched that movie recently and I was like, this is the single best movie I have ever seen in my entire life. It is so good. Jennifer Garner in that movie, she mwah, chef's kiss. So good. Yes. Okay, guys, this is the final question. You guys probably know it by now, but I'm going to ask it anyways. What is your go-to dance move? That's a really hard one, KP. That's like the most difficult question I've ever been asked. (laughs) Um, I'm going to have to go with the (laughs) two-step. That's how you you get into dances. He's two-step first. And then, you know, you just go crazy after that. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh gosh. Okay. I'm thinking like jazz-ish kind of. There's this combination that I used to do and it's just like kickball change, pot of bourree. That's all it is. And I don't know why I love it so much, but it's like Fosse-esque, but also like any jazz, anything that you've ever seen. It's, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like this question's hard for theater kids because, like, we only know, like, choreography. Yeah. <laughs> Get in the middle of a dance circle, like, start doing, like, jazz squares. I, I don't know. <laughs> you should only do jazz squares in a dance circle. That's just I, a rule. You know, I agree. I agree, honestly. Well, hey, thank you guys so much for being uh, agreeing to be my guest. And, uh, guys, really make sure to go see Men on Boats. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you so much. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Soda Pop Podcast. Make sure to send any feedback to arts at una.edu or to the DMs of any of our social media. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or even YouTube. We hope you enjoyed this episode and don't forget to join us next time.